Analux 2.8. Zushia asked about filiality, Xiao. The master said, it is demeanor that is difficult. As for the young contributing their energies when there is work to be done, and giving elders priority when food and wine are served, surely filiality must go beyond this. This is the last in uh, a series of analects that discusses filiality. And here we have a continuation of the idea in the previous one in 2.7, where Confucius is discussing Jing, where you're respectful in both your behavior and feeling. And so a different student of Confucius, a different disciple and of course, the word disciple is not a religious term. It simply means a student who is dedicated to the teacher, to his master, and receives discipline from his master. In other words, correction regarding not only his behavior, but his misunderstanding. So it's not a religious term. But Ziyu is the previous disciple asking about Xiao, filiality, and Zixia is today's student asking about filiality, Xiao. And so Confucius, as always, adapts the particular, particular way that he teaches to the particular disciple because he knows these students very well and so maybe Zixia uh, he's pretty good in terms of following Li ritual propriety when dealing with his elderly family members and may, perhaps Ziyo is somebody who is good at uh, providing materialistically for his parents but where they perhaps lie weak or insufficient is in these particular ways. So for Zio, um, maybe maybe Confucius is encouraging Jing, and for Zixia, he's looking particularly at Zixia's demeanor. So contributing your energies when there's work to be done. Of course, younger people, the disciples to the teacher or for the uh, younger adults in the family, uh, which starts pretty early, or the children even. Um, in other words, simply because your children are eight years old does not mean they are incapable of doing any chores. So of course, you need to contribute their energies when there is work to be done. And of course, at the dinner table, you should give the elderly members priority, just as you give the guest priority uh, when you're serving food and wine. So that's what's courteous behavior, and that's a part of Lee ritual propriety. But it's not only this. So. Sometimes uh, when I take on a student, uh, 
and he is a very early student in his progress, I'll teach them to say, you know, thank you, uh, master, at the end of the lesson, and or you know, good evening, good afternoon, uh, master Dustlandern, because that's what's proper, that's what's etiquette. But eventually, you know, um, they should have the proper tone, the proper demeanor, the proper expression. And that should also come spontaneously. It should be a spontaneous feeling, not one that is necessarily forced. But still, forcing that kind of demeanor is better than nothing. But demeanor and countenance is difficult. It lies in the proper countenance. What that means is that it should come naturally and spontaneously. You shouldn't have to be a talented actor in order to give the appearance of the proper feeling, of the proper respect, and the affection that should accompany any kind of family relation. So it is the de demeanor that is difficult because that comes from the heart and of course Confucius is not advocating that you you fake it um, there is a sincerity and honesty that should accompany one's demeanor that's why in other analects he warns against people with a flattering countenance because that is something born out of insincerity. So in 1.3, for example, he says, it is rare for an insinuating appearance, or in other words, a flattering countenance, um, or a flattering demeanor to accompany Ren. And he says this because uh, it's not a good thing to try to flatter other, other people, or in other words, manipulate them through your facial expressions. So it is a demeanor that is difficult because the demeanor comes, should come spontaneously from the heart. And so, yes, it's important to contribute your energies when there's work to be done. It is important to defer to your elders in your behavior, that's certainly important. And we simply do not see people do that these days, which is unfortunate. But ultimately, Xiao, filiality goes even further beyond that. And this, again, as we talked about, as I talked about in the previous one, um, can be applied to any other relation that you should have these demeanors that are appropriate to the relation that come spontaneously from the heart. So uh, if you're a wife or a husband, you shouldn't begrudgingly do your chores or make the income. Uh, well, making <laughs> you can be a little begrudging at the workplace. I think that's uh, that's not ideal but you know it's it's 
not a problem to uh, go to work and you're a little grumpy. Uh, that's because your work relations are not something like your family relations. It's, it's a place where you uh, do business. So um, you shouldn't be offensive. You shouldn't be rude. But it's not this kind of sincere relation that you would have between yourself and your father or between yourself and your spouse, between yourself and your children, between yourself and your friends, between yourself and your Lord. Um, and the relationship between yourself, a subject and a Lord or a minister and a king is a completely different relation than the one between an employee and an employer. In other words, a worker and a boss. Because in your lifetime, you're going to have dozens and dozens of different bosses. And they're going to let you go, aka fire you, simply because you have no economic benefit for them. And that's a completely different situation than a lord and minister or a lord and servant relation. A minister is essentially a servant to a king. And th that kind of loyalty goes both ways and is a lifelong connection. So you don't just uh, you don't simply say, oh, OK, well, I can't really make money for the next couple of years off of your back. Uh, so I'm just going to let you fend for yourself. That's what happens when you're laid off, fired, made redundant, however they put it. Because they don't care about you. And it's really ridiculous when when you hear people say, oh, this company is like a family. It's not a family. Family members don't kick each other out when it's difficult to make money. You can't, you shouldn't even do this when it's difficult to have enough food to eat. So why are these companies comparing themselves to families? It is ludicrous, beyond unreasonable. So don't buy into that. But in terms of real human relations, in terms of these fundamental bonds between human beings that are not based on money. There is, there should be a kind of zhong, this, um, that, that's hard to explain, uh, that itself is a different lecture, but zhong is where the uh, feeling and the sense of duty comes from the very bottom of your heart, from the very center of your heart and mind, the center of your soul. And so that kind of relationship is a very different one than any kind of workplace relationship. And so it is a demeanor, of course, in relations that is also something that is to be prized. The filial relationship is difficult. And that's why the, the demeanor is also likewise proportionately difficult. And we've discussed at length uh, many reasons why the parent-child relation is difficult, especially from the standpoint of the child trying to be filial to his mother and father. Anything from human nature is not good at the beginning, of life so you have to learn how to be filial you have to uh, develop your your sense of gratitude and appreciation 
compassion and forgiveness and, and empathy in order to be able to better love and respect your very imperfect human parents. That comes more naturally if you um, yourself are a father or mother because you catch yourself also making a lot of mistakes. And so it's easier to forgive those who make the same kinds of mistakes that you have made before or you are currently making. It's much easier to forgive such persons. And the modern society really damages the father-son relation or the parent-child relation in a variety of ways. One is we're very busy in the modern world, so we don't get to spend much time with our families. Unlike farmers back in the day, they worked with their families, and so they spent almost all their time with their families. These days, parent goes to work, children go to school, and you never really get to see each other. And it's very much like the situation that the song Cat in the Cradle by Henry Chapin describes. It's a very good song. Another reason is because the culture, which is supposed to be led properly by the government, the culture is something uh, works in a way that encourages individualism and rebelliousness and a false sense of equality uh, where it does not belong. Equality belongs in certain parts of life, such as between friends, but it does not belong within the parent-child relation. And so the father begins to fear the son, and the son seeks to compete with the father. And Shunzi points out that under bad governing, uh, without without good lords, what you have is all sorts of relationships breaking down. The father and son become wary of each other, uh, distrustful of each other. And this is because of the general chaos in society, as well as a lack of proper modeling of relations that are hierarchical in nature, such as the subject to king or minister to king as hierarchical in nature. And that sets an example between, uh, for the relationship between the son and father, where different feelings are owed and different duties are owed, but depending on whether your father slash king or son slash minister. But there is still a, a strong loyalty present. So these are different roles and you don't owe each other the same feelings or duties. For example, one father has many children, but a child has only one father. Um, and yet we have, um, um, and so we should have more uh, understanding of what these things are. And of course, another reason is because we lack the we lack a proper sense of lee ritual propriety, and more generally, we lack proper culture. And culture is one of the primary and fundamental ways 
in which all relations within society are corrected and made beautiful and enjoyable. And so not having a good culture does profoundly impact even fundamental relations such as between parent and child. So this is a summary of beliefs about filiality uh, within Confucian philosophy. Ultimately, we want to have good relationships with our parents. Similarly, we want to have good friendships. We want to have good marriages. We want to have good relationships between ourselves and our parents and between ourselves and our own children. We want to have these relationships. So in order to cultivate these relationships, in order to grow them and minimize the bad and optimize the good, you want to be able to understand why they are the way they are. You want to forgive. You want to have empathy. You want to use ritual propriety in order to understand how to be properly respectful. Later on, we're going to talk about another analect. This comes in, I believe, uh, later, uh, I think in another book, maybe book three of the analects. And this will give us an opportunity to discuss what if your parents are wrong? So that's a major discussion of its own. We will get to there. Simply stay tuned. And in terms of contributing your energies when there's work to be done, this is not only something that is true for your parents, but also for your teachers. Um, there is, you can always contribute financially, which is a probably the most easy way because money is fungible. If you do wish to contribute, you can click on the support us tab on the upper right corner at the rekindled radiance website. Of course, um, this would be a good way to contribute to our academy and to your teachers.